All right, we're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yep, we are rolling. Close the door. Sound effects. Creepy. That's how we roll. We got squeaky doors in this place. If you use a little WD-40. No. And everybody is just staring at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know. Um, so right off the bat, let me just say, everybody, uh, I, we'd, we'd love it if all of our listeners can find us on Facebook. Uh, we're going to, from time to time, be doing Facebook live videos when we start our new when we start a new podcast. We'll you'll you'll get a preview of it right uh, on Facebook Live as well as on the Massgrave Pictures page. We're doing a lot of Facebook live videos there too, and follow us on Instagram with the Instagram Moments. And now those are interesting. Instagram Moments is kind of like Instagram's version of Snapchat because the, the it only stays. You do the Instagram Moment thing, and it only stays up for twenty four hours, and then it disappears. Oh, Whoa. yeah, but you can do videos and pictures on it. So we have a couple of those on there right now, although it's a little too late by the time everybody hears this. Yeah. But nonetheless, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, look for What Lurks on Channel X on Facebook, Massgrave Pictures on Facebook, and our find us Massgrave and Massgravette on, on, on Instagram. And Eric, what are your numbers again? One, two, one, four. Eric with a K. Yes. Now don't spell out with a K. Just Eric, E R I K. Yes. Don't say with a K. Yeah. And uh, put that in because you're not you're gonna find somebody it's entirely Eric different. E R I K one two one four. And you can find him on Instagram through that. Yes. So, um, how's everybody been? Has everybody enjoying their October, their month of Halloween? Uh, really? Now, technically, by the time this episode is by the time this episode goes up, Halloween right. is long over already. This is actually going to go up. This is actually going to go up like the week after Halloween. So technically, everybody already enjoyed Halloween. So Eric, here's what I want you to do: pretend you had an amazing <laughs> Halloween and tell us all about it. I had an amazing Halloween. Did you now? What I did you do? Did I gave candy out to the kids? Did you? No. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that, you're just lying. <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, I I uh, I did buy uh, um. My my nephew's Halloween costume. I asked him what he wanted. He's able to verbalize what he wants. You know, at three, he decided that he wanted to be a ghost because that's scary. Ghosts are scary, and okay. um, mm -hmm. you know it's Halloween and that's you know scary time of year. Yeah, you know. So I bought him a ghost costume, and I'm planning on um, seeing how he looks in it or how or adorable he looks in it as. Children at that age mm -hmm. usually do. So right now, seeing as Halloween hasn't actually happened. Yes. That's so I need to say he looked adorable in his costume. <laughs> he looked adorably scary in his costume. He's adorably yeah. scary in his costume, which he would appreciate me saying. Was it more like Charlie Brown ghost or was it like Michael Myers with glasses ghost? It was more like a, a white outfit with his face sticking out. Oh, okay. Okay, very you know, good. You know, That's uh, it. The the swirly gig on the the head, you know, uh, which mm, like a Casper. Yeah, yeah, basically, mm -hmm. it, like, it was like a Casper, Casper mattress. No, uh, we don't no. have any sponsors. That's no, we don't have this. sponsors. That's right. <laughs> There's no sponsor here, so expect no no commercial for Casper mattress, like every other <laughs> podcast out there, except for the one you just did. Although, for free. although it would be nice if somebody did sponsor us, then it would pay. For the server, <laughs> Eric, why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I, I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> Not much, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, um, he looked he looked adorable. Um, 
Here, wait a minute. I got a picture. In your imagination. Here. <laughs> no, I, 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 I got a picture. I, I got a picture. Um, oh, he does look adorable. You guys are the best actors in the world. That's a blank screen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's no. not. No, it actually is a real picture, even it's, though it hasn't a, happened it's yet. A real picture. How did you get a photo of the future? <laughs> this is Channel X. This he is went Channel to a, 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 um, a haunted house for kids this weekend out on the island. Okay. You know, um, well, our nieces went to Disney World without as, us, without us, um, as Day of the Dead girls, and they also looked scary and adorable. Nice, yeah. What is that? It's a Gateway's you know, Haunted Playhouse. We were gonna go there. Well, it's for kids, yeah. It sounded, yeah, it we sounded, were looking at know. it, it was one of the places we were considering. I mean, they had face paint. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. We went to, uh, what, 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 oh, fuck. I can't even remember how many. We did like five, five or 500 houses in like three days. Yeah. It was a little crazy. It was fun. It was fun. We, 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 had, we were supposed to go to Universal, but the hurricane fucked that up. Yeah. So uh, we didn't go to Florida. Um, then we were supposed to go to Six Flags, but she got a stomach virus, and that fucked that up. So now I have tickets to Universal uh, to to Six Flags. First, I had tickets to Universal and Disney that we had to get refunded. Now I have tickets. Instead, so we actually got refunded those. Now I have tickets for Six Flags that can't be refunded. Unfortunately, those are also Fright Fest tickets, and those are, as of this recording, another two weeks for that. I only have two weeks to get to Six Flags to use well, these tickets, shit. or we lose that. It's a hard life. I, I can't go to any of the haunted houses or the Fright Fests. But you're not paying like for them either and sitting well, and saying, you know, like, you know what? I wish I could go. I have these tickets. You I, didn't, you I, didn't do I that. still wish I could go, but the strobe lights, which are always at these things, you yeah. know, would probably give me a seizure, and I would kill over. And um, but you'd scare the hell out of everybody, so they might give you a nice commission on it. Yeah, they, they, that might work. And since yeah. I'm not making real real money, you know, anything, <laughs> anything works. Really, yeah, whatever, whatever. So, that's a good idea. I like that. I like that plan. Let's give Eric a seizure, and maybe people will give us tips. Um, no. Why not? No, because he's not going to get anything here. So let's not give him a seizure. Why didn't say we had to give him a seizure here? No. Take him out into the street or something. <laughs> But then he's still in our care. That doesn't work. Oh, uh, she just ruins everything. She does. I had a perfectly good idea to make money. Yeah, but and she just shit she just all shut over me it. down. Shit all over it. Because I'm always the one who's in charge. It you're, sucks. Uh, you're just the killjoy of the day. So, so this week we're discussing. Black Eyed Peas? Apparently it? creepy kids. Because uh, I said black eyed kids. And now she wants to throw melon heads into there. So uh, we're going to do creepy kids. Right. We're talking creepy kids today. Huh? And cre- kids are creepy. They are. I don't kids want Kids are creepy. I no. don't want any. No. I don't want any. They're, I like my nephew. They're good when you can return them. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. So, um, so the stories of black eyed kids are... Creepy as hell. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before, but um, I've I've heard of black eyes on kids. Yeah, but no, because of fist fights in no, the schoolyard. Not that kind of black eye. No, Mm-mm. well, like like their eyes are physically black. Like the actual like eyes. There's no white in their. I've eyes. I've seen that in film and television and everything yeah. like that. Um, and it's got to have uh, you know. Uh, a basis. Well, yeah. Uh, I figured there was some sort of origin, or there well, was, uh, you know, 
But it's not in the movies, although, because it's been happening in the movies longer than it's been happening in reality. Maybe it's just a case of life imitating art. Or art imitating life. No, because the movies were first. Okay. So life (laughs) imitating art. Shut down. All right. You're not good at this. (laughs) You know what it was? This is very spring, spur Spur of the the moment. moment. Kind of thing. Hey, yeah, Eric, no, come no, on I, over. I, I understand what I, what you're saying. I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, we're we're a little off today, but it's okay because I think we got a quite. Well, a few. the most recent thing that I've seen um, is um, one of the last episodes of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, where there were the little kids with the black eyes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh. And um, how many episodes is that in by now? Well, the first season had about twelve episodes. Yeah. Uh, the second season, I don't know. Where it's at exactly? Yeah, because we we just wait for it to be over and yeah, then we get the well, Amazon and then, you know, uh, stars for ten bucks and we just yeah you know, splurge through it. Yeah, um, I I burned through it twice because I'm a big Ash fan. Mm. But um, yeah, there was black eyed kids in there in that uh, in that show. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, we're gonna get into black eyed kids. I keep trying, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it just uh, there's just you, no. We, we keep going around and no around, and, but it's all right. I promise, we're going to have a good show today. It's going to be a good show. Well, what, what was the um, first occurrence or film or what have you of Black Eyed Kids? I want to tell that entire story. Do you? Yeah. Coming up next, I have the whole story. And what looks like ten life? Oh. Oh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Catch him by surprise every time. You do, yeah. So uh, we're gonna get into the stories of Black Eyed Kids. We're gonna start there. Let's just just dive right into it. Um, we're diving into it head yeah. first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The supposed origin of Black Eyed Children, um, or at least the legend of them, started in 1998 um, with some postings written by a Texas reporter named Brian Bethel. Okay. He released these encounters on his ghost-related mailing list. Um, and the, they were, took place in Abilene, Texas and Portland, Oregon. Oh, um, uh, many people have accused him of having a creepy pot of trying to create a new creepy pasta with okay. these black eyed children. But technically this is before creepy pasta. Yes. This would, would have been the original creepy pasta. Yeah. This would technically be the first one. So, uh, I mean, creepypastas are kind of urban legends of sorts, so this is kind of an urban legend, I guess. Right. But 
some people have come forward claiming that they've seen it as well. A number of people, yeah. A number of people mm-hmm. have claimed it. Now, I've seen a lot of, I've read a lot of encounters of black-eyed children, and yes, a lot of them are just stories. Many of okay. them are just stories. They are, yeah. they are, they're on the, they're on Reddit and they're on Creepypasta. They're on those websites, and so they are just stories. Some of them, though, have been documented, well, claimed to have been real. Um, Brian Bethel was actually on uh, Monsters and Mysteries in America. Right. They interviewed him, and, and, and he told his story on there. And uh, we're going to tell his story today in his own words. Oh. Yes, he made up his own language, and he speaks in his own words. So I hope you could, you know how to translate. No, I'm going to tell a story that he... That he told on reporternews.com. He wrote this article himself. Um, the article is much longer than what we're going to tell. As he was describing his entire experience uh, shooting with Monsters and Mysteries in America and everything about it right. before and after. But we're going to tell just his, his, yes, his account of the Black Eyed Children. Near as I can figure, this happened in 1996. I've managed to pin down the date that far. I feel like it happened in the spring or summer since I remember wearing a pair of shorts. One of my great regrets is not recording the actual date of the event. After you hear the story, you'd think it would be something you'd never forget, but given enough time between, not the case. My memory, while good, isn't quite eidetic. I had gone down to the former site of Camelot Communications, one of the area's original internet providers, to pay my bill. At the time, Camelot was located on North 1st Street near the movie theater in the shadow of what is now Chase, then Bank 1. I was using the light of the theater's marquee to write out my check, which I planned to put in Camelot's night drop slot. Involved in my work, I never heard them approach. There was a knock on my driver's side window. Two young boys, somewhere between 9 to 12 years old, and dressed in hooded pullovers, stood outside. I cracked the window a bit, anticipating a spiel for money but I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-wracking fear, and I had no idea why. A conversation ensued between one boy, a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed young man, and myself. The other, a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man, stayed in the background. The spokesman, as I've come to think of him, told me that he and his companion needed a ride. They wanted to see a movie, Mortal Kombat, but they had left their money at their mother's house. Could I give them a ride? Plausible enough, but all throughout this exchange, the irrational fear continued to grow. I had no reason to be frightened of these two boys, but I was, terribly. After a bit more conversation, I looked up at the theater marquee and down at the digital clock display in my car. Mortal Kombat's last show of the night had already started. By the time I could have driven the boys anywhere and back, it would practically have been over. All the while, the spokesman uttered assurances. It wouldn't take long. They were just two little kids. They didn't have a gun or anything. That last part was a bit unnerving. I noticed that my hand had strayed toward the lock on my door. I pulled it away, perhaps a bit too violently. In the short time I had broken the gaze of the spokesman, something had changed, and my mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. 
Both boys stared at me with coal black eyes, the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late night television. Soulless orbs like two great swathes of starless night. I did what I feel any rational person would do. I full on freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I apologized to the kids. I made whatever excuses came to mind, all of them designed to get me the hell out of there fast. The aura of this was now a palpable, black hanging thing, almost as if reality itself was warping around me. I wrapped my hand around the gear shift, threw the car into reverse, and began to roll up the window, apologizing all the while. My fear must have been evident. The boy in the back wore a look of confusion. The spokesman banged sharply on the window as I rolled it up. His words, full of anger, full of anger echo in my mind today. We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. I drove out of the parking lot in blind fear, and I'm surprised I didn't sideswipe a car or two along the way. I stole a quick look in my rearview mirror before peeling out into the night. The boys were gone. Even if they had run, I don't believe there was any place they could have hidden from view that quickly. As much as I still don't know about what happened that night, and why, here's one thing that I do know. It's a gut feeling, but one that rises to a level of almost certainty. If I had given the spokesman and his friend a ride on that long ago evening, I don't think I would be here to type this now. So what do you think? Was it Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Why does that matter? It doesn't. You just wanted to know. Why do we keep talking about Mortal Kombat? It's really funny how this keeps coming up in conversation lately. It's really weird. <laughs> Recently, like me and you talked about the soundtrack, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, we did. Somebody who mentioned it yesterday? Um, uh, 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 Ray. Ray mentioned, yeah, just, we were at the haunted house and he was walking around screaming Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, and then and then Dina with the uh, uh, immortal Tomcat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then we bought it the other day. Yeah, and I happened to buy Mortal Kombat XL finally. Oh, okay. Now, is this real, or was it just just made up? I don't know. Me either. Well then. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. There's the end of the- Great show, guys. I don't know. I mean, I think it's made up. I mean, it's just, it sounds, it sounds awfully freaky, yeah. which would, you know, lead me to believe that he he's just a good writer. I mean, he pays attention to detail. That's why I asked, you know, was it Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Mm. Um, you know, I paid attention to those details. So obviously he had me, you know, he had my attention. Yeah. But he didn't tell me a truly believable story. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is his uh, latest account of it. He's told the story multiple times to multiple different people. And um, he even says it in this article where when he spoke to Monsters and Mysteries in America, they kept having him reiterate parts, uh, say this a little clearer, tell this. You know, right. well, 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 be specific about this. Make it more dramatic for television. No, no. Mm-hmm. Well, some of it was just the way, but no, no, no. It was, it was almost like he, the way he tells the story, um, it's, it's, it's something he's telling it by memory. Right. So he's not entirely clear on some of the details because it's something that just kind of happened. Right. And it sounds like it was only a two or three minute long encounter. So he's telling this story in a way to kind of 
condense it and tell what's what he actually remembers. The thing the the, the very clear details. So this is our first this is as the first of the black eyed children reports. Yes. What we have is two children, boys. Seemingly. Generally two. It se- it seems like that's how well, they so come into yeah. yeah. Okay. So the first case is two boys. Mm-hmm. Dressed in modern clothing. Yeah, they're black ho- eyes. pullover hoodies. Pullover hoodies. With black, void-like eyes. And uh, they demand to be led they into demand the to vehicle. Be led in, they, be de- they demand to be led into the vehicle and given a ride. And uh, it seems that just the presence of them was terrifying. Initiates this, instills this utter horror and fear in in him and that those are the three things that seem to be consistent throughout the other experiences throughout other uh, accounts of black eyed kids i mean with this particular case um you know i can chalk it up to being a lot of things first mm-hmm. off what, what color were the hoodies uh it doesn't say in this account all right if they were dark hoodies with the hoods up that can make a child look menacing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they were seeing, uh, for the time, uh, of a video game movie based on a very violent video game, which yeah. was highly publicized yeah. in, in the media. And there was a lot of media coverage, I'm sure, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that may have added to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, plus, there was the, the, the unsureness of, well, the movie started and you want me to take you home and... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't. All right. So it seems like they just have an agenda to be let in. They wanted to. They for some reason they wanted to be in his car. Correct. They needed to get in his car, and his feeling is if I let these kids in, they're going to kill me. Now, interestingly enough, a lot of the cases uh, that I was kind of reading up in some of the signs and symptoms, I guess, of, mm-hmm. of black-eyed children, uh, some people say that they feel like they have mind control abilities. And that's that's kind of what I was going to get to a little a little bit when we were saying uh, um, that he was reaching for his door when he was reaching for his door in there something he said on Monsters and Mystery was that he found himself reaching to unlock the door like his hand and he doesn't he had no intention of opening the door for him for them right but he looked down and noticed his hand was on the lock. Like he was going to unlock it for them. Like his hand was acting on its own to unlock the door. Almost like they were forcing him to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't say it like that in this account because maybe that was dramatized for TV or maybe he just feels that's a little ridiculous. Maybe he just looks like, no, that's it's not possible that they used their minds to move my arm to unlock the door. You know, I mean, you say it like that, it, you know... Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But a lot of paranormal encounters sound ridiculous. And that's why a lot of people don't come forward with things like this, especially like like we talked last year about alien abductions. A lot of it goes unreported because people feel like you're going to think they're crazy. Right. Like, well, who the fuck is going to believe me? This is ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and I just lived through it. I don't believe it, and I was there. Right. You know, almost like that's kind of how he feels about this. Right, you know. Or he could have just been dramatized. But he does allude to the fact that he saw his hand on the lock and yanked his hand away. And that's just weird. 
Yeah, because he didn't understand, like, at what point did I put my hand on this lock to let these kids in? Because I'm not letting them the fuck in. And again, you know, we're, we're, as human beings, we find ourselves doing things. It was, it was kids. It, was, it, was, it wasn't threatening. Yeah. Okay, even if they were young, preteen type, you know, they're, they're innocent. You know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy. I'm an older guy. You know, if, if I see a couple of kids outside my car, I'll open the window for them or, or um, I'll unlock the door and, you uh-huh. know, see what they want. You know, what is it that you, what, what can I do for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there is definitely like a, a, a genetic disposition almost to, to want to protect just, and just help Just like children. if there was a yes. woman on the street, you know, uh, oh, hey, uh, if she waved me down. I wouldn't think anything gonna, of it. You're going to pull the car over. I'm going to pull the car the over. Hey, uh, and if she pulls out a knife, okay. I, you're going to hit her with the car you. and keep driving. Yeah. <laughs> I misjudged you. Uh, but, Bam! Get out of my way. But um, if you see, you know, something along those lines, if you see a guy, you know, a big burly guy on the side of the road or anywhere, you, you'd be, you know, cautious. Yeah. But you see kids. Yeah. You want to help them. Yeah. Okay. You want to make sure that they're safe and that they don't need help. And, and if they say that they're needing help, you, you're, you're going to feel compelled. Inclined, compelled to help. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's very strange because it's, like, it's almost like, how many times has that really happened in your life? You know? That a child has, you found has a child come ask for help. I mean, it, unless you hang out at carnivals or right. amusement parks, you don't see a lot of lost kids. No. All right. Um, and I don't see many kids asking for help to begin with. Mm-mm. You know, most kids when they're uh, when they're, they're taught know at a very young age lost. to look for a police to, or, or yeah, a security guard. Yeah, they, they they're taught not to talk to strangers in the first place. So two kids banging on your window and you, when you're sitting in the car asking for a ride is weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I've had it where you know. I was in a security vehicle when I was doing my security job, and I would have somebody knock on because the door because they're looking for an authority figure. Yeah, right. yes. yeah, absolutely. Um, in which case, you know, that made sense. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. This is just some guy sitting outside uh, outside the uh, 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 outside the movie theater and the cable ha- the place, just sitting there filling out his filling out a check, sitting in his car. Yeah, this doesn't seem like the type of person who would normally like you look yeah, at him like, hey, I could give, I could, get, I, let me get a ride from this guy. Adults do that kind of shit. Right. I'll buy you a beer. You give me a ride somewhere. You know, it's twenty right. bucks. Give me right. a ride down the road. Adults hitch hitchhike, not not children. Mm. It's very. It seems out of character. It does. So, and that's that's one of the things in the a lot of the accounts that I, I kind of read. Um, where these kids kind of come off weird. Yeah. Because they come off. They have mannerisms of an adult. Mm-hmm. They speak like adults. They have speech patterns like an adult. Sometimes they actually have an adult voice that comes out of them. Wow. Yeah, I'd say that was definitely creepy. Huh. Um, the other ones, which this, this first case doesn't really show, but a lot of, a lot of the cases afterward mm-hmm. um, have them in almost period clothing, I found, mm-hmm. and using old, old lingo, old school yeah. terms. Um, they, they just seemed out of place in, in, in where they were. Yeah. So like somebody in, you know, Texas using the word grand instead of great. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seemed like the old speech patterns. Like sometimes they, they, uh, they don't understand a cell phone. 
you know, they 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 now now talk about a rotary phone or um, huh. they refer to things that are not of this time period. And a lot of the other times that they have them actually speaking and singing nursery rhymes, which I think is pretty creepy. But and it's weird nursery rhymes. What were they? Uh, old man long legs, and he jumps into the bramble bush. I don't even know what those are. Well, see, long legs, I know what see, they now are. Here's the, see, now here's the well, thing. I know what the spider is. Now Not the nursery a, rhyme. Here's the thing now. Are those verified accounts? Or are these some of those uh, stories that have been written based on those creepypastas that have been written on? Yeah. Because, see, here's the thing. Creepypastas, are, they are the new urban legends. They really are. Because people pass the stories on as though they're real, not even realizing it's just a story. Yeah. And the internet yeah. allows that level of anonymity where people pass on memes all the time and total bullshit. Yeah. But they pass it like it's, okay, you know what started up today again, or last last day or two, is that it's it's time again for... The posting of Facebook's privacy things are changing, and all your shit's going to go oh, private. I saw and you that. Have yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. You've you know, told Facebook that yeah, they can't use your that, images. It's that, I guess it's that time of year again, where everybody's going to start posting about that shit again and taking it like it's real. And every single year, people post it, and every single year, people respond and say, "This is bullshit." So yeah, those chain Stop letters falling of the nineties. Oh. Yeah, you know, and, and it's like how. How is it that and, and and you know we're not even talking about people who who are like this is their first time online. These are people who are on Facebook and on it regularly, and they're posting it. Yeah. Like, how have you never seen this before? How can you believe that Facebook is going to take all of your private messages and make them public? Right. How can you believe that they're going to do that? How do you fall for that? Yeah. No. It's again. You know. I I, I it's don't ridiculous. know. It's it's ridiculous. The concept. It's ridiculous the thought of, yeah. and it would be the end of it any would, of the social networks. Yeah, it would be. Oh, that's it. That's you you just shut your account down immediately. Immediately, and again, yeah, sponsorship would be, would, it would be, be suicide. Yeah, why yeah. would they do that? They, unless they're just oh, they, they don't want to be in business anymore, which you know? is and ridiculous. Then, yeah. Also, and then people also fall for that whole thing of they oh, if I, Facebook, I do not grant you the right. And the okay, look, no. That's not going to work. You know why? Because they're because you agreed to something when you created your account. You agreed to their terms and, and conditions, and part of their terms and conditions is that the terms and conditions can change at their will. Yeah. Okay. You waive any and all right by using their service because it's their service. To get back to the topic now, <coughs> now that we had that little rant there. To get back to the topic is that I know that there's very few. Uh, account uh, uh, accounts of black-eyed children that are seemingly real, and you're talking about a bunch of them that I've never heard of. So that makes me question whether or not these are real or not. Yeah, well, I mean, or if big, these are just stories. The big mystery or uh, the big problem with actually doing research on black-eyed kids is it seems like all I could really find is technically two verified yeah. sort of cases. Yeah. Um, one of them was, of course, the first one. Yeah. Um, which happened, he says, in 1996. Yes. He does admit that he was sharing them in 1998 uh-huh. via his mailing lists. Okay. Then, in 2012, well, well, that's is the thing. when he, he spoke to... He remembers that they were outside the movie theater of Mortal Kombat. Well, that... Yeah. Am I right? That's 1996. Hmm? 
Nine, uh, I believe I think Mortal Kombat was earlier than that. Now that I think about it, it, it uh, I, you said ninety six, and I thought it was ninety four because I think so. I too, graduated. Because... I graduated um, high school in ninety six. Yeah, because I remember and... listening to the soundtrack at my buddy's place, and that was freshman year of of, June, of high school, and that's ninety four. And I remember that he had the soundtrack at that. It might have been ninety five even, but. Um, 95. 95 was Mortal Kombat. What 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 was the actual date that it came out? It was an August movie. It was in August 95. So when was Mortal Kombat Annihilation? That's like 98, 99. Uh, I believe you're correct. Yeah. So it's... 97. Some, 97 was Annihilation? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking either... So basically either this was 1995... So he's nailing it down to 96. It was either 95 or 97. Now, here's my thing. If this were a story that he was making up, he was creating a fake story, I think that would be one detail he would be sure to get correct. Yeah. Because he'd be making it up. Rather than going by his own memory and saying, I'm pretty sure that it was 96 because blah, because this happened, this happened, that happened. If he was writing a story, Mm -hmm. he would probably go out of his way while we were outside Mortal Kombat. Let me find out when the fuck Mortal Kombat came out so this way at least my fact is straight. So this way at least the story makes sense. Correct. But if you're telling it by memory, you don't care if it makes sense to the listener because this is how you remember it. Right. You know? For all he knows, it could have been been a dollar cinema. Could have been one of those playing it the next year. You know? Where movies play again, come out in theaters six months later. it's, It's, you know... That's totally possible. Correct. You know? We have one of those, uh, we used to have one of those theaters in yeah, over in Green Astoria. Acres. And, yeah, they had one in Green Acres, too. Yeah. So, I, 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 I'm inclined to believe that this guy believes something happened. I, I don't think he's making this up, because that's a very easily verifiable fact. Right. Very easy to verify when the fuck Mortal Kombat was. So, if he's going to be wrong about it... I think yeah, it's well, just because I, he didn't I, I just, bother to look it up because he didn't care. He figured, well, no, this is my memory and that's all there is to it. Whatever year it is doesn't matter because it happened. Right. I just looked it up on my phone. It yeah. was like, you know, oh, it's 95. You you know, yeah. wasn't 94, wasn't 96, it was 95. Yeah, it could have been 95 or again, if it was Annihilation, it was 97. So yeah. one of those two is when it actually happened. But he doesn't seem to care enough, which makes me feel that he's, he's telling the truth. He's not making this up. Right. As for some of the other accounts, we don't know. Right. A lot of people talk about the children showing up at their homes, mm-hmm. trying to, wanting to be let in, and they feel that fear. Yeah. That fear grips them immediately, and all they want to do is slam the door in these kids' faces and get rid of them. Right. Expand on that. Yeah, well, first <laughs> off, slamming a kid on uh, a, a door on the, you know, a kid's face is just fucked up <laughs> exactly i don't know about that yeah most most people I if it was my other, nieces come up here and start knocking on that door well i swing that door shut yeah those are your nieces but you know <laughs> how old are they uh nine and four mm-hmm. all right the four-year-old is it, that's kind of fucked up that's what the nine-year-old that, 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 is that's the what he does it too see but that's the thing the four-year-old is the forceful one the nine-year-old, oh, the nine-year-old will knock. I say, no, go back downstairs. She'll go back downstairs and tell, no, he said, not, he said to come back later. The four-year-old is gonna, no, I'm here now. <laughs> uh, I'm here now. Come back later. I don't want to come back later. I'm here now. She maybe she might be a black-eyed kid for all I know. All right. Because when I hear those foot, those feet coming up these stairs, 
Oh fuck! The fear. I'm, uh, the fear. <laughs> you're drenched. You're, you're drenched with fear. I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that, that that's most of the accounts that I was I was finding when I was researching Black Eyed Kids is yeah. that they were literally showing up on doorsteps. Yeah. And when a kid shows up at your door and they're asking, "Please let me in! Please, please, please let me in!" Um, your initial I mean, reaction is, is to, to, let, is them to let them in. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. But it seems like something in people tells them Tells them don't it's not right. It. Something's not right because about Because we're not this. talking about teenagers here. These no. are like little kids. These are, again, around the ages of nine and four. Yeah, no, most, most of them are between the ages of six and 16. <laughs> See, uh, okay, so sometimes there are teenagers. Yeah. All right, I'm not letting some teenager in my, head, in my house, but a six-year-old shows up at my door asking for help with... Uh, I mean, how do you say no to a, to a kid yeah, asking well, for help? Yeah, I mean, well, you, you okay, kid? You can use my phone. But it's almost like people the way they they described it. Not even it was beyond that sense of dread that you were talking that he that he described. These ones are literally convinced for no real reason that they're in danger, and uh-huh. if they let them in, they're going to die. Yeah, that's that's the. That's how much of as though dread death they itself feel. is knocking on yes. their door. Like they're yes. staring at death they're, itself. The, the back, the hairs on the back of their necks shoot out, stand up on end. Something, like something. Well, you know, there are just some people that are like that in the world. Right. And if a gust of wind, but how blows, many six-year-olds can force that upon you? And the other thing is, a lot of the accounts, like when you say no to these kids, or you don't. Either A, when you notice that their eyes are black, mm-hmm. or when you don't let them in almost immediately, they become very angry and demanding. Mm-hmm. And it's almost to the point of threatening. Like, they just pound harder, and they're like, you need to let us in. You yeah. know, they become a lot more demanding. Like the four-year-old downstairs. Yeah, exactly. Like no, I'm here now. I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, honestly, there we, we have to chalk this up to... There are people that are afraid of a gust of wind. And if it blows too hard, you know, it'll be like, oh, what, what was that? That's uh, true. What was that? Yeah. And, you know, but yeah. at the same time, the, his mother is like that. His mother is like, oh, if, if it's dark out and she doesn't know who is on the other side of that door knocking, she will literally carry on an entire conversation. Through the door. Through the door. She won't open that door. No. <laughs> Like she, she she's at the point now that she she doesn't like to go out when it's dark. Mm. She doesn't like walking around the neighborhood when uh, nobody's home and they're all at work during the day. She is very nervous. But if I think a six year old showed up on her doorstep, the first thing she's going to do is open that door. Yeah. I mean, that's just being a mom. Exactly. But also, again, if you're going to take the if, if it is a spectral. Um, type being all right or you know phantom type being they are going to know this and put themselves into that sort of form of a young yeah because they know that's what's going to let them in so it's possible you think that they're just coming in the form of children because they know that you feel sympathetic toward them and they have more of a chance of Correct. Getting their way. Like the two kids in the car, you know, yeah, maybe they, uh, maybe that was just them testing the waters <laughs> as far as preteen. Okay, preteen, seeing Mortal Kombat, that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll try younger and we're Disney, lost. Yeah. Okay. 
but I but I can't find my mommy and daddy. Yeah. Give me your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big difference there, you know. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much what people describe them as. Is that they a lot of people who have encountered them describe them as either demonic, um, or they they kind of feel like they might be the new vampires because they cannot be let in. Just like they said to him, yeah, they've said like we can't come in unless you invite us. You need to invite. Oh us yeah, well in. that's a vampire line. Yeah. Yeah. And the mind control—that's that's that another vampire. That's another vampire. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I overlooked that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the other strange conspiracy theory I came across was that they believe that they are human-alien hybrids. Human-alien hybrids. Mm-hmm. All like. the encounters of people being abducted by aliens, especially women, who are forced to become pregnant mm-hmm. and then lose the baby before that they are. These are the spawn. These are the spawn because they have the big giant black eyes they have the pale gray blue translucent skin well don't the vampires have black eyes no no some in some movies they do but yeah, yeah. well i mean not not by legend by legend it's more red her bloodshot all right so tell me about the woman who actually let them in oh yes there was a woman that actually let them in someone actually let, let them in, in. And apparently she lived to tell the tale, so. Now, I, I do, I do want to confess, I'm getting this from theweekandweird.com. Well, okay. okay. Let's, pretend that, let's pretend for now that they are credible. Okay. So we can hear the story. Now, is this going to be another one of the stories you tell us where it ends with... Homie the Clown, no. Like, Homie the Clown? No, homie the Clown this time. There's no Homie the Clown this time. It's not going to end with Swing Away, Josh, Swing Away. Yeah. I will read the tale it's super of long. the woman who let them in. Is that what it's entitled? The woman that let them in? Yes. Well, no, it's actually called I Let the Black-Eyed Children Into My Home and Now I'm Slowly Dying. That title's too long. Yeah, this whole article is too long. I think that this might be a made-up story. Let me start by saying that I know how hard this all will be to believe, but now that things have taken a turn for the worse, I started looking for stories similar to mine, and I found weak and weird. I feel like I should stare the story with someone, and your website seems like the right place. I made the mistake of letting the black-eyed kids inside, and now I'm worried that I might die because of this. I hope this will be a warning to everyone who is ever in the position to make the same mistake that I did. I live outside of a rural town in Vermont. It's a tight-knit community where everyone knows one another and people don't lock their doors at night. There has never been any need to. A little over a year ago, I woke up because I heard a loud banging on my front door. At the time, my husband... At the time, my husband and I lived in a small home on a dirt road just off the rural route into town. It was the middle of a snowstorm and the nearby hills get slippery in the snow, so I thought that someone might have been in an accident and broken down. It's happened before. When I looked out the window, I could see that our motion spotlight was on. I could see that there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road, and no one had driven on for at least a couple of hours. Our front door was obscured from the window, but I could see that, the sun, that someone was standing there. I wasn't sure what to think, so I woke my husband up just to feel safer. When he opened the door, there were two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground. They were a boy and girl, and could not have been more than eight years old. They were dressed very strangely and had odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. They weren't dressed for winter, and my first thought was that they must have been Mennonite children, but as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. 
thinking back on how I know that my normal reaction would be to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bundle them up with some blankets and hot cocoa. That's not how I felt. The children were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact, and when my husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked if they could come in. My husband looked at me like, what do I do? And I asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon, is all they said. It was around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, so the only reasonable thought in my head was that there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. As much as my instincts told me not to bring them inside, I did anyway. I went into the kitchen to make them some hot cocoa while my husband took them to the living room. While I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to the kids. He was asking if they were okay and where they came from, how far they had walked, if their parents' car was broken down, things like that. But they always answered, our parents will be here soon. They spoke in a sing-songy voice. They weren't afraid to be in a stranger's home at all. I started to notice that our cats, four of them, were all hiding except Pigeon, who was in the kitchen with me. Normally our cats are very curious and friendly, and we have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time, none of them even tried to see who was here, which I thought was very strange. All of the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up, and his tail was puffed up while he was looking in the living room. When I bent down to pet him to see what was wrong, he hissed and started growling and backed up until he had hit, until he had hit himself under the kitchen island. I've never seen him do that before. When I walked back to the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch, as still as can be, but my husband was holding his head in his hands. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he just felt very dizzy. All of a sudden, he just felt... I asked him what was wrong, but he just said he felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but that he was fine. I turned back to the children to give them their cocoa, but when they looked at me, I gasped. It took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away. When they looked at me, their eyes were completely black. They had no whites, just giant black pupils. When they saw that I was scared, they stood up and asked that they could use the bathroom. I tried to be as composed as I could be and showed them down the hall. They went into the bathroom together and I hurried back to my husband to ask if he had seen their eyes. He had seen them too and said that it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. We were in the middle of talking about whose children they could be when my husband's nose started to bleed. He had never had nosebleeds as long as I'd known him. I just knew inside myself that this had something to do with the kids in the bathroom and I started crying while I ran to get my husband some tissues. That's when the power went out. I heard my husband yell my name from the living room as I started to walk back through the hallway. I stopped dead in my tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving and I have never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, the boy said our parents are here and they walked to the door, opened it and walked out, leaving it wide open. My husband jumped up to go close it and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car and drove off. Our power came on about a half hour later, but nothing was the same after that. Over the next few months, three of our cats went missing. We can only assume they ran away somewhere and never came back, but the worst thing was coming home to find Pigeon in a puddle of blood on the living room floor. He looked like he'd been vomiting blood. The vet told us that he had some kind of hemorrhage. After my husband's nosebleeds became a regular occurrence, we went to see the doctor. He didn't know what to make of it other than dry nasal passages, but my husband was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer. 
When the doctor asked us if he used tanning beds, we both thought he was joking, but apparently this kind of melanoma is linked to overuse of indoor tanning. Since we let the black-eyed kids inside our home, I've also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I am suddenly in the worst condition of my life and no one can do anything about it. I know that all of this is because I let the black-eyed children into my home. We've told everyone we could about the strange kids and showed up that night, but no one else saw them, and some kids laugh at how scared we were of the Mennonite kids. But we know what we saw. I wish my husband had never opened the door. What do you think of that? Well, I don't know what to think of that. I mean, they obviously have medical problems, and I don't know if they're looking for, you know, if they're just giving themselves a reason. You know, it's like, what caused this? We were healthy our entire lives. Yeah. Um, like, I sure as shit, you know, was wondering a year ago. Well, yeah. I well, mean, you know. Well, exactly. And like, cancer is something that builds over time. Correct. You know, and and okay, maybe that maybe it was maybe it was particularly aggressive, and that and it just okay, it happens. <clears throat> so, health issues aside, then. Because that could just be a coincidence. Oh, Because, yeah. again, people's health, like you said, you had a tumor for 10 years and didn't know it. Until one day, it hit you. Yeah. And you started getting dizzy, and you started forgetting things. And I was getting sick and... All out of nowhere. Within the course of a couple of weeks, you went from perfectly healthy to... Violently ill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. To feeling like you were on your deathbed. In a matter of weeks. Yeah. Now, they're talking over the course of three months. Again, easily enough time for, a, for an underlying condition that's been there for a while to suddenly rear its ugly head and hit you as hard as is humanly possible. Right. You know? So, let's leave, her, let's leave their health you know, issues out of this for now. Correct. All right? <clears throat> the incident itself, though. Well, I, I, I mean... We keep saying black-eyed kids. Now, yes. at what what time of the day does this usually happen? At usually night. At night. At night. Now, blood red looks like what in, in at night? Because I'm trying to think of how it would fill up the pupil. Well, they they had they had the lights on in the beginning of the story. Yeah, first they were they were in the ha- they were outside and they brought them in and they these kids were sitting in the living room. And then they saw that their eyes were black. So when they first came in, it's then, almost as though they, their eyes were normal. Correct. And they changed. Right. So it would be like... Like in front of them. Suddenly they walked, they were in there, these two kids are looking normal. Now the kids were avoiding eye contact. But it doesn't mean that they were... They didn't say specifically that they didn't see their face. They couldn't see their eyes. Because she could see that they were, they were a boy and a girl. She could see their hair. She had a description of them. You know, right? Um, so it wasn't like they were covering their face. It just they just weren't looking directly at them. They weren't making eye contact. And then she was getting the cocoa. The husband and, brings and the them husband into the living room, was, you know, and he's talking to them. Right. So I'm going to assume the husband was looking clearly at them. Even if you're not, even if somebody's looking down, you can see their eyes. Right. You know, and then suddenly she comes in, and they're and her husband's got his head down in his hands. Right. And she's saying, and now suddenly they have black eyes. Their eyes are all black. 
She doesn't say that they are suddenly black. She noticed, she saw that they were black. Right. Sounds to me like she's not sure if they were beforehand. But I think that if they were, you would have noticed that as soon as they came into the house. Yeah, that's not, I mean, why, 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 this kid's eyes are black. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be looking up at you as you're inviting him in. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. That's exactly, they said they avoided eye contact. So I'm going to assume that the children looked down the whole time. But at some point, when they walk in the house, they sit down, you're looking at them. Even if they're not looking up at you, unless they're literally head. And he has to go to the bathroom, which I'm also curious about, because it's like they almost, you know, you know, it's like, all right, what is it about us that freaked them out? Or, you know, we have to figure out how to contain this. Yeah, like maybe they're trying to hide something. Yeah. You said, uh, uh, maybe maybe as soon as, oh, shit, they noticed. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're, we, we were going to feed on them, or, you know, we were going to do this. We were going to probe them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we can't because we've infected, infected them this way. Which doesn't sound right at all either. That doesn't sound, that sounds like, well, okay, so, well, they, they, they caught on to us. All right, get them now. Yeah. Before uh, they get away. Don't yeah. walk out and leave the room and hide in the bathroom. Well, I mean, it, but it also goes back to what he was saying. These are two adults, and these are two eight-year-old kids. I mean, as much as Angelina may jump on your back, she's not taking you down. But what are these children? Well, I mean, but all I'm saying to you is I, if I, you're like, get them. They know that the, the, the men in the black suits are coming. And then they showed up and left. And then they left, which is weird. That's the thing. And kids went into the bathroom, mm. power went out. The power went out. Power I mean, went out. and You know, I'm just trying. Is it something on... This happened. I'm, I, I am, you know, whether it's this story or another story, somewhere along the lines, these types of occurrences happened. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right? And I'm just trying to understand or make sense of, is it a spectral type thing? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, a ghostly type thing? You know, something along the they've come back to life mm-hmm. or is it an extraterrestrial thing in which where you know men in black are going to be coming uh, these kids are, are you know just you know yeah aliens in little kid suits as much as i don't believe they're aliens i honestly think that that's more likely yeah well i mean it's funny one of the comments um on this particular story mentions mm-hmm. the fact that her symptoms and her husband's symptoms sound a lot like moonbeam uh poisoning yeah which is well known amongst the the alien, alien abductions abductions i mean vampires which is uh you know if i'm gonna say it's gonna be some kind of spectral item they, they sound you know most like vampires yeah all right in the description in the yeah. description yes um, in, the, in the first description yeah uh you know in the first description but vampires are feeders you know they're i mean they're looking to feed on their prey they're not well there is such a thing as a psychic vampire okay there is such a thing as a psychic vampire that feeds on your energy rather than your physical blood your life force yes hell people have the ability to do that that's not that's not like uh, people can do that right you've you know people who are physically draining that when you're around them, 
oh yeah, I get exhausted around certain people. I just, yeah, you know, it just zaps your energy. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> beyond beyond them just being an exhausting person. Yeah, but there are people that when you're near them, you just feel drained. Right. You know, almost like they're intimidating you into submitting to them. You know, this is honestly, this is something businessmen have conquered. They do that. They know how to. Yes, I definitely feel you, it with this year's election. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donald, see, exactly. People like that. I've never liked Donald Trump. No. <laughs> for this very reason. Yeah. When you're like. Donald Trump is a psychic vampire. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> you know. That is something that people, that there are people who have the ability to do that. They know how to impose themselves on you right. to the point where you feel powerless. And that is a form of psychic vampirism, of sucking your essence out of you. So you, you, like, you can't argue back, you can't fight back, you can't defend yourself against them. Mm-hmm. You just feel powerless around this person. Right. If psychic vampirism didn't exist, then you would feel the same around every single person. Now, how, how is it that some people can intimidate you with simply standing near you? And it seems like these children have that ability. They can intimidate you and strike fear in you by a simply stand, even before they look at you. Yeah, but such young children, you have to, That's, you know... It's not a young child. It is something else. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly. like either an alien in a kid suit mm-hmm. or it's a... a, a <laughs> an alien in a kid, kid suit. suit. Yeah. I love it. Uh, or it's uh, um, a 300 or 500 year old vampire, you know, child. Did you see it? I, I, I know. I saw Let the Right One In. I saw it. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's, it, that's, that's, that's exactly Which, it. And, and she fits the description of a black-eyed kid. Yeah. Exactly. And again, it's a movie about two little kids. Right. It's always two. You know? You think that it was, maybe that movie was inspired by this? Taking the idea of a van. Perhaps. There is a movie called Black Eyed Kids, which came out a couple years ago, which is admittedly all about this and took ideas from uh, one of the right. stories. And uh, they crowdfunded the fucking thing, but I've never heard of it or seen it or anything. But nonetheless, there is a movie. Maybe let the, what year was Let the Right One In? I think it was um, 2012. Two, no, uh, 2009 or well, so. there was this the remake. I think was 2012. Oh. Yeah, and then there was this Swedish. Swedish is the original. I think it's that 2008 or 2009, something like that. It was a year or two before. Yes, it was very, very close to each other. Yeah. So, let the right one in was. I wanted 2008. That's 2008. That's it. Let the right one in. The other one was called Let Me In. Was okay. the remake? The remake is Let Me oh. In. Yeah. Yeah. So 2008. It's totally possible that this filmmaker, whoever wrote this story, was inspired by based this. it on yeah. yeah, was inspired by this uh, by the accounts of this. Because it's actually she, based on a novel that was written in two thousand and four. Also, after after the first um, yep. sighting. So okay, so again, the writer might have been inspired by this. Yeah, it's totally possible. She does fit the that girl in the movie, minus the black eyes, which I don't know. Maybe at some point she did in the movie. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Well, yeah. She has dark circles around her eyes. Yeah, minus the black eyes themselves. Right, but the concept is there of the you know the vampirism. Mm-hmm. You know, always feeding off of something, always you know, darker mannerisms and everything like that. Yeah. But if it's not that, if you're looking at it from a different point of view, mm-hmm. it can be you know 
just little aliens and uh, you like suits. the alien idea. I like the aliens you, you and I like that. saying kid suits. Well, you know what it is with the aliens. It's, yeah. <laughs> the aliens. It's about it's the men in black in the end. That yeah. somebody actually showed up to pick these kids up and leave. Yeah. Most of the time they disappear and all the. When they were just disappearing. It was vampires. Yeah. And then I believed it was yeah. vampires. It was just like. You, you you move backwards into the mist and then you fade poof. away. Yeah, poof. Yeah. All right. But when they took them away, somebody showed up. Some, somebody showed up, up, and you know the, these are the men in black. You know, they're, yeah. they're here to CIA, FBI. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't have any gesture toward them. And this man waved at them, and they just stared, got in the car, and left. Right. Get very men in black. Very. Or it could be both. I mean, there's another theory is that they're just ghosts. I don't buy that one. I don't buy it. If it were happening in one place, over like if and it was over. all Texas, in that same town of Texas where this guy was all around that same area, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a ghost haunting this town of some sort. But the same type of spectral phenomena happening in multiple places, same description, same thing happening. I mean, generally, when you get a ghost well, story, it it's regional. You know, it's when like you get it a would specific be the same theater, the same story, the same two kids, and somebody you know getting a tap on the window. Can you give us a ride? And then they would end up. And it would happen exactly like yeah. a little stretch of road is where this happens, or outside this theater is when that happens in this house. But we're talking multiple thing, multiple occurrences of well, this. The, the the theory is that they're all murdered children. But they look and the that, same. As yeah, that, but that's that's the theory, is that murdered children, this is what they become when they don't move on to the next plane of whatever. It's very creepy. I actually have a case in Britain that hmm. pushes that whole theory of that these are ghosts. Okay. And this was actually, it was a pretty big news story. Hmm. Um, the Daily Star um, did three days... Of um, coverage. The pub cursed by black-eyed child ghost. Plague of black-eyed ghost children. Screaming black-eyed child ghost terror. Now, this is the Daily Star, though. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is a... Yeah, this is a... This uh, is a like tabloid. This is like the sun that, that yeah, shut down. Okay. I'm pretty sure that the star is Well, I mean, the, 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 the guy that they speak to is actually a paranormal investigator named Lee Brickley. And um, that's where they're getting all of their information is actually from a ghost hunter. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to... It's a ghost because that's what he does. Um, but for this particular one, it, these ghosts hung, hung, out, hung around a local pub. Well, ghosts are usually anchor, anchored to something. Yeah. Okay? They're usually anchored to something that their, their death is tied to because they can't move on. Mm. All right? And vampires are, you know, some... Uh, uh, creatures that feed, uh, you know, life force, like Manny said, right. uh, or uh, something along those lines. And then aliens are, you know, you know, almost like students studying. That's the best way I can describe aliens. Right. Right. All right. Um, so we've got three unique groups here that we're talking about, all feasible. Right. All right. All, you know, I can see it. Hmm. All right. The way that we're describing them, you know, it's like, well, that's a ghost. Right. But it's, it doesn't make sense for a vampire or an alien to be doing, you know, what this story is. So maybe the black-eyed kids are all, all of them. 
Maybe. Hmm? Well, Lee Brickley says that um, black-eyed children sightings were prevalent in the 1980s, saying that uh, his aunt and his friends saw one on Canuck Chase in 1982, and he says that there's been other recent sightings, obviously, and that's where the, the, the star did uh, three days on this. But um, I... I can't, I honestly, even, I mean, I've been into this idea of black-eyed kids for a while, and even before researching for this, I've never heard any stories that occurred before the 90s. And for him to say that it's happened in the 80s, that his aunt, I, and I can't find any of those accounts, this is the first I'm hearing of this, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and the fact that it's on, and this is a tabloid, because here's some of the... Trolls sick attacks on McCann's family who says they were attacked by trolls. Ooh. You know? Yes, well, trolls are a popular myth over in Europe. Yeah. 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 Paper reported that frightened Daily Star readers have called in to say they've also seen these creatures in Liverpool, Scotland, and the Southwest. Other papers and broadcast stations covered the story, but where does the story come from? Brickley wrote a blog post last year about his auntie sighting, which was which was then included in his book UFOs, Werewolves, and the Pigman. That's his book. Yeah. So it sound Lee Brickley, uh, the, the paranormal uh, researcher in 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 the UK. Um, maybe he's just trying to sell a book. Maybe. Maybe. See, and that always that's always very telling. When you talk to somebody saying that this happened to them, well, will you tell us a story? Well, I I detailed it in my book, and then they trail off. Right. And they just kind of beat around the bush, and they don't want to tell you the story because they want you to buy the book, which makes me feel you're just trying to sell a book. This other guy, the first guy, um, he posted this online. He tells the story as it is. Maybe he's got a book. Maybe he doesn't, but he tells it all the time. You know, he's told it in the past. He told it on the show. He posts it online so people can stop asking him. And here, just read this. Or just, maybe just he's read just this article for attention. Which he could possibly totally, and that's and that's fine. And yeah. maybe he's just looking for attention. You know, that's totally fine. But I'm just talking about about this Lee Brinkley. Yeah, this, him. This guy is him specifically. It sounds like he's like like okay. He told the story to the star, and 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 obviously they paid him for his story. Because right. they're tabloids, so they're going to pay him for a story. Right. Then he's writing a book, and 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 in this whole article on on BuzzFeed at that, and BuzzFeed, you know, while full of shit half the time, uh, their people do do some research. Well, no, I mean, they they does have his aunt's account, um, his aunt's account of the of the demon child in the nineteen eighties, um. He said, but he told BuzzFeed he makes a point saying that he has not sold the story to any newspapers and they have been using me to make more money all week during the thing. Right. All I did was publish a report from a family member on my blog over a year ago and the press have taken upon themselves to lift the story and put me in all over their front pages. As a result of that, I've been contacted by hundreds of, hundreds of reporters and radio shows, and up until yesterday, I was doing my best to help them out with interviews, quotes, and a couple of new sightings reports that have come in. Okay, so he, has, so he says he hasn't sold it. Mm-hmm. But, it but it's in his book. He has a book. His, the account of his, of his aunt, yeah, yeah, is in the book. They have not been reporting on the story accurately, and they keep placing my name next to their own theories about the origin of these sightings, and I've never, won- I've never once said they have anything to do with the child murders on Canuck Chase, and yet they keep running this line. Yeah. I, too, am very skeptical 
And as I said in an interview for the Birmingham Mail, my personal opinion is that people are hallucinating. I draw that conclusion because the people I have interviewed seem very genuine. They appear to think they are telling the truth. To be honest, I'm getting a little sick of the attention, and so I've already decided to stop talking to the press about the subject. Uh, I don't see... So what, ha- what, what exactly happened to his aunts then? Um, when she was 18, she was hanging out with friends. Now this is Lee, excuse, just to be clear, this is Lee Brickley's story. Lee Brickley's of his, aunt's story. Of his aunt's account mm-hmm. in 1982. Yes. Okay. Uh, she was 18, hanging out with friends in the woods, and they heard a little girl calling for help. They saw, then saw a child, 68 years old, running after her. And she, she, the, the aunt took off running after her to try and get her help. Mm-hmm. And as she chased the girl through the woods, the little girl disappeared. Uh, what does this have to do with black-eyed kids, then? She described the, the girl as having black eyes. How close did she get to this girl? Um, pretty close. I mean, it sounded like. Enough that she mentioned the black hmm. eyes. She said she had very pale skin and black eyes. It looked like she was starving. She thought the girl had been lost in the woods for Oh, good grief. That time. could just be a lost kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's the synced in eyes, yeah, you know, the sunken, which can make it look yeah. darker. Yeah, exactly. Especially if it was at night. Mm-hmm. She goes. She sees this girl in the woods. Yep. She looks sick and hungry and and pale. So she's okay. So she's she's just, you know, she's pale from lack of whatever, mm-hmm. lack of food. Her eyes are a little sunken in just because she's she's thin and sickly. You know, she comes up. But to she her says that she she was very clear. It's not like she like lost her in the wood. It's like literally the girl ran behind one one tree and she disappeared. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a black eyed kid story. It sounds more like a ghost. That sounds like a ghost. Yeah. That doesn't yeah, sound like they, a black-eyed uh, kid uh, because if, these black-eyed kids don't seem to exhibit fear. No. They don't seem to be And they weren't trying to get people. in anywhere. Yeah. I mean, that was, was the other just, thing about this It was just a story. child out in the woods. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, well, yeah, no, I, I, there's, again, I'm speculating on what these black-eyed kids are because I'm of the opinion that there's three different types of black-eyed kids. Mm-hmm. All right, and they can all be black-eyed kids, or you know, we could be talking about ghost vampires and aliens, and they're all taking the same form because it's like, oh, you know what works? It's the easiest form. It's is, this is what works, yeah. little kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, that's a, a, that's a completely logical yeah. thought. Process yeah, for for an alien being to say oh, for an take, alien being or an outworldly being, you know, take the form of the least threatening member correct. of the species because it's not dogs, no. you know, it's not animals. Everybody's scared of something. Mm-hmm. All right, as far as that goes. Yeah. All right, you can be scared of a dog or puppy, you know, a cat or a kitten, um, uh, you know, but. Kids are, you know, it, pretty universally, pretty universal as far as, you know, am I non-threatening? Scared? You know, yes. And it's always in the movies, particularly the last, you know, ten or twenty years. Um, kids have been, you know, uh, whether it's the Grudge or um, well, we got the Children of the Corn, the Village of the Damned. We got there's a ton of, you know, the the others. There's tons of. Uh, the Innocent, and you know, I mean that goes you, you back know, to the sixties. You, you, know, you, yeah. you know movies way better than yeah, I do. The I, Omen. I just, and, I just knew that there was kids in movies. Yes, particularly the scary ones. Uh-huh. My brother even says it. Ever since he had kids, he finds anything to do with creepy children 
like kids scary. Well, yeah. well our, our because, niece, our, because, the little the little one, she actually has a habit. Which a lot of kids have this habit. I of. had this habit actually. Um, his mother, you know, she's she's down in the basement, and she's woken up a number of times, and the four year old is just standing next to her bedside, staring at her while she's <laughs> just waiting for you to wake up. They just walk in the bedroom and just stand and stare at you while you sleep. Right. That's freaky. Yeah. That's why I don't want kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because we told that story and my, my, my parents were like, you did the same freaking thing. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> she did it too. Yeah. You come out and wake up in the middle of the night. You're just standing there waiting for us to wake up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, get out of here, you <laughs> creepy child. Get out. No wonder they were so <laughs> eager to pass you off onto me. That's right. Get out of here. Wow. Take her. Right on over. Take her and get out. Now, do you still keep that up today? No. She does. She does all the time. <laughs> it's very unnerving. Lies. Never. He's such a liar. Um, I think uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, let us know on our on our Facebook page what you guys think of um, Black Eyed Kids. Yeah, what do you think? Final surmisation. Well, again, uh, if I, I'd like to be, you know, I'd like to do see if there's some more research out there, or you know, hear more stories out there from you know viewers or listeners or what have you. Mm-hmm. What do you think they are? Yeah. I mean, have you I, ever had a black eyed kid encounter anybody? Yeah, I mean, what, and if so, what, what was it more like? Was it more like the vampire, or the more like the the ghosts, or the aliens? Yeah, I mean, it's really you know we're speculating, or I'm speculating, and mm-hmm. I think that I have them, you know, and Manny and Lynn here convinced with me. Mm-hmm. We're we're confused as to what they are. Yeah, yeah. like um, what the classification should even be. Yeah, you know, black eyed kids. What are they? Yeah. All right, and um, you know, I'd like to I'd like to hear from some people out there that are listening to this, and uh, yeah, we'll take it from yeah. there. Yeah, get us on Facebook. Uh, look up what looks on Channel X on Facebook, or email us at channelxpodcast at gmail dot com. And if you have a black eyed kid story, or even just an opinion, please let us know. Uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and rate us and review us. It really helps us a lot. Uh, we're going to lead you out with more. Without you, I'm hunting them. David Catalano, I saw him this weekend, and he is working on that new album. He, unfortunately, Ooh. we've mentioned the new album a couple of times. Uh, unfortunately, he had a massive computer crash, so he lost uh, some of his work, but he got a new, he's got a new laptop now, and he's back at work on this new Up album. Up and running, so. yeah. But it'll be out. He'll, uh, he will have a new album out before the end of the year, and uh, I'm sure that as he has new pieces recorded, he will be sending them to us so you can all hear samples of it. Got a vampire over there? Yeah, mosquito. Yeah. Tried three different times to get me, and I finally killed him. I kept son shaking of him off. You got that son of a bitch. Really? Well, look at that. Look at that. Look, look, Mighty look Hunter. This fucking stinger. He's still in you? Wow. Yeah. You're so badass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking motherfucker. Look at that trail of blood on my hand fucking dead After it that. is fucking october right now how are there still mosquitoes flying it's, around it's it november. is 80 degrees outside it's november. not november okay <laughs> this is right we're recording this it is october how are there still fucking mosquitoes flying around it is october and it is 80 degrees so outside. what they spawned this morning because they knew it was getting warm out Seriously, well they I weren't that, that deep this morning like i know I, I know i, I know they it's, weren't it's, what the that deep underground um so yeah they were able to quickly get up and um and come have back that out. last meal <laughs> hey hey son of a bitch 
fucking black eye mosquitoes. Yeah, well, like, the sun's going down now and 75. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That means it did get up to 80 or over 80 in parts of the city. And literally on whatever day that we went to the haunted houses last week, I was literally in a hat and scarf and gloves. Yeah. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was um, a bit nipply myself. Saturday night, we were outside uh, at haunted houses, freezing our tails off, and now it's Monday and it's eighty degrees. I went to the gym in shorts. Unbelievable! So, damn I forgot it! Forget about melon heads. Another episode. Mm. <laughs> no, I, fuck it. Another episode. We'll do a whole episode on melon heads. Uh, <laughs> do a whole episode on just them. They, and, my and my cantaloupe tumor. And my cantaloupe tumor. We can compare. <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it. Everybody, have a good week. I hope you all enjoyed your Halloween. Uh, we got Thanksgiving this month now. Cannibals? Uh, can we can- talk cannibals? We could do cannibals. Maybe Ooh. we'll come. Maybe we'll talk some cannibals. cannibals. I can't wait. True life cannibals. That's a cool idea. Yummy. Maybe. Yum. Maybe. Maybe. All right, everybody. Um, well, we could do skinwalkers this month too. We're gonna do. We'll oh, probably yeah, do yeah, skinwalkers because yeah. it's Native American. Yeah, no, See, there you go. The Native American revenge. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's it, everybody. Uh, good night and good luck. <laughs> From what lurks on Channel X. Bye. Bye.
girls like you. No, you haven't met any girls like you. God. See that one? First one I laid my eyes on. And the light that's leaving that star right now will take a billion years to get there. I don't know why you've never met a girl like me before. Why? Because I'll still be here when the light from that star gets down here to Earth. It is. I'd like to be there too. Maybe, maybe.